What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the All Pro Dads Podcast. I'm Damien. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. I'm here with my co-host, Tony. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TV3 underscore APD. Appreciate y'all listening. Thank you for being here. What's up, guy? What are you pointing at? The outline. Uh huh. Just what? so we don't forget, because we forgot this last time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're assholes. Yeah. How was your week? That was long. Long was, week. Yeah. Long work week. Was it? Yesterday I left work at six thirty. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Full twelve hour day. Snow fucks a lot of stuff up, huh? A lot. Sucks. Whatever. Nuggets end up losing? I think they did. Couldn't tell you. I'll pull it up now. We were watching the Nuggets game while we had some... Technical difficulties? Fucking audio. Jesus. Yeah, 113-105. Damn. It sucks. B.I.'s back. Yeah, but they're still a mediocre Pelicans team. Well, we're going to start them with the recap. Yeah? Yeah. But before we get into it... We want to give a shout out to Booze and, Shenan- Booze and Shenanigans podcast. Messed that one up. They, uh, it's my uncle and his buddies from how many years ago. They have a podcast and it's called Booze and Shenanigans. And that's basically what it is. is They just talk about a bunch of booze and a bunch of shenanigans. <laughs> Music. Um, they always try a different beer on the show and give their opinions on it and stuff and if you kind of want to just listen to a relaxed podcast with some good laughs, it's a good show. You can follow it on Spotify, and I believe Podbean is the two sources for them. So thank you guys for the shout-out. We just want to return the favor a little bit. And, yeah, go check them out for sure. All right. What do we got for them Denver Nuggets? Uh, it wasn't like – I wouldn't say it was a disappointing week, but it was expected. For you, I mean. For me? Yeah, oh, you but, wanted 2-0, 3-0. Well, yeah, oh. I have a problem with one thing. Oh, no. And and we'll get into it when we get to that game. But. Yeah. Um, They started out hot. I thought they were going to end up, after that first game, you know, they went out to Milwaukee, and they got right. themselves a championship buck. They blew them out. Was it 136 to 100? Yep. 130 to 100. I think that was a typo. I think I messed it? up, yeah. You I think it was up? by 36, yeah. Come on, Nuggets guy. I just barely did the outline. But on my notes, <laughs> I have 136, and that was... <laughs> so then it was 136. Yeah, 136. Okay. But yeah, that's, they, a hu- that's a huge win, dude. Against a, a Bucks team who had everybody. Well, and it's funny, because on my notes, I, I stated, like, they're settling for a lot of threes early. Right? Yeah, but they were hitting them. No, not at the beginning. It was a little rough. So it was close in the Are first you- quarter. Are you sure? The first quarter was close, yeah. And I was like, they're settling for like way too many threes. Uh huh. And then as the game as the game goes on, it's like okay. Yeah, but in the first half they shot forty five percent. Yeah, but I said the first quarter. It was thirty three thirty at the end of the oh, first. I thought, I thought you meant okay. No, yeah. The first half you're you're up was it eight going into halftime? Yep. And I was like, okay. 
the second unit played good against their second unit. You know, yeah. held you the lead. They had three guys in double digits before half. They had uh, Monte, Aaron Gordon, and Bones, mm-hmm. all with double digits. Joker had more of a facilitation half that half. His points weren't a, weren't that high, but no, yeah, his first his half stats were uh, six points, four rebounds, eight assists, three yeah. steals. Yeah, he had a really good facilitation first half, which is pretty. Well, those were just for the first quarter. <laughs> eight assists in one quarter. Yeah. My God. Yeah, and then he was able to rest for a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good team game. Big win. So I would. I think you could put a definition on it as a statement win. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. It was big. It was one that really helped him out. Right. Uh, Jokic, you were able to get him some rest. You know, he was able to sit in the fourth. Yep. Didn't play out in the fourth at all. Uh, At the end of the game, it was noted that he didn't have a triple double, and then there was a stack correction, and he ended up getting it. it. So I was I was a little disappointed we didn't see more Boogie with Jokic sitting as much as he did. Uh, Boogie was out. Are you sure? Yeah, he had a foot. It was his foot injury. Thanks. Yeah. No, I thought he played that game. No, Boogie was out. Hmm. Yeah, because I remember doing the same thing. I was looking and I saw Zeke Naji getting a lot of minutes, and I was like, okay, something's up. Yeah, and you saw there's a lot of guards. They had a lot of guards in with Zeke. Yeah, and that, that was a small so ball game it for was, sure. But they're hitting their shots. So they were. You, they shot 60% from the field and then 53 from three. 53% from behind the arc. Which it's insane. We've mentioned before, you know, they're not a big three-point shooting no. team, but to see a number like that, that's great. Yeah. And it's kind of like a right place at the right time, right? You would want 53% from three against Milwaukee versus Detroit, you know, yeah. Orleans. I mean, a, a weaker team. You yeah, because you know you're going to need – it's a whole team effort when you got to go play Milwaukee, especially right. in Milwaukee it's going right. to be. Yeah. Good win. Then you move on to Minnesota, which we said last week, you know, they always play you tough and it's always kind of a battle with them. And they ended up beating you by 15, 130 to 115. Yeah. Which was a little more of a margin than what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a little closer and not... Would you define that as a blowout? Um, I did at first, and then when I was thoroughly looking at the stats, Minnesota shot 19 Min- of 25 from three. Minnesota. 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 Have to throw a little accent in there for them, you know? <laughs> um, they shot what from three? 19 of 25 from three. Fuck. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? What's 19 times 3? Jesus Christ. 57? And that was five more makes from 3 than the Nuggets had. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's your 15 points. points. Yeah, for sure. When you, when I put it that way, it was like... Who had the better uh, shooting night, basically? Yeah, basically. That's, that's what, what it was. was. Well, and then their bench, they had... Their bench gave them 68 points. So the Nuggets, 49 which 49 is still, eh, you know, it's not where you want it to be, but it's not. I mean, when terrible. you have another bench put up 68 and they, yeah, were, they were hitting three, so it was like. Well, we've seen the Nuggets bench put up a, next to nothing. You no, know? yeah. Or that, that, that's what it feels like, at least, you know. Yeah, so well, it was. Some of those bench points are just garbage points because the lead is so significant from everybody else. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a tough game when the Nuggets 
they were real sloppy at the beginning. They had nine turnovers in the first first quarter. So yeah, and I don't think a lot of people take into account how not how much turnovers can hurt you in the NBA, but almost like how often turnovers happen. Mm-hmm. You know, because it doesn't have to be a steal. It can be a charge, stepping out of bounds. Yeah, just little things. Pat. Yeah, just little things that you know, mm-hmm. and it's. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people consider or at least take into account of how effective turnovers really are. Yeah. You know? So that's just me. But yeah, that's that's sloppy basketball. And, and then they're a little they had a lot of short possessions at the beginning too, because they were still settling for threes. They were hitting them in the first quarter. Why do you think that is? Oh, because they're just feeling they're hot from the last game they played. I mean it's a shooter's mentality. I mean when you're making them before, you're gonna come into the next one, same confidence. Yeah, but we've also agreed that Malone is more of a inside-outside guy, and that's how he likes to, you know, game yeah. plan for his basketball team. So, so that's why I just said, why do you think? Why do you think they're so taking a lot of threes? Yeah, because it's inside-outside. So when you get Jokic in the post, you get the ball to him. It's what are they going to do right away when Jokic is in the post? I mean, I can understand the inside-outside game more against Milwaukee because it's Giannis, who's a great defender, you know, inside the key. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, you. I guess you can give Cat some defensive credit, but he's more of an offensive center in my eye. So it's kind of like why well, my thing is because it's not going to be a one-on-one game. You're going to get it to Jokic in the post, and teams are going to double team right away. So you yeah. kick to the open guy, that guy gets it. Then there's a rotation, kick to the next guy, and that's normally where your shot is. And when you're kicking like that, it's normally to the, around the arc. So you're going to yeah. take threes. Okay. I don't see a problem with taking a dribble and two steps in and hitting a fucking elbow shot. That's just me. I think you know what I mean? also just, when you have it's like, a higher quality shot in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I obviously it depends point. on how the defense is playing, but yeah, it's also you know it's the new NBA. It is. You can get three and pose the two, and then when you have a team, what Minnesota was shooting from three that night, it's a catch up game. If you're trading threes for twos, you're still going to be behind. Right, makes sense. Yeah, like you said, you almost have to. Yeah, I think you hit it on the nail. Just catch up. Makes sense. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that game was the threes and then the bench. I mean, how often is Minnesota's bench going to put up that many points? 68 points. Right. I think you just got their best punch. and It happens. Yeah. You just got to bounce back. sports. Yeah. Happens all the time. Then you go to Utah on a back-to-back, which is, you know, any pro sport, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. And you lose only by four without... Joker, Boogie, and AB and AG, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was more of a, how do you say? Like I a, said, uh, what I wrote down in my notes is basically a bench versus bench game. Right, and that's what you said last week because we assumed yeah it was all the it was ironically were, I didn't yeah. assume that they were not gonna the starters weren't gonna play it. I was just thinking you know when you play right. the Jazz, you yeah. you match up against them pretty good and you said kind of even week. so it depends on how well your bench can play to get you right. in and it was and ironic that Jokic it, was out AD yeah. was out and then you had to play these bench guys and so. it became a bench versus bench game right i kind of saw some some backlash on twitter from some media members out here saying denver kind of just took the scheduled loss yeah and i kind of agree with it but, but they did with that. the backlash or the scheduled loss that that Denver took the schedule loss. Oh yeah, they did, and I don't like that. Eh. Why? Uh, Gobert's out. Donovan Mitchell's out. So go win the game. 
I, I felt assume like you're going to be up by twenty in the I feel like it was a it was a perfect chance to just rest Jokic, see what your bench guys have. Your biggest thing is we got to see what these young guys have and what how we can rely on them. And we did have some positive come out. I mean, it's not like we got blown out by their bench because yeah. our bench our it was a close game all the way through. Yeah, I mean, you know when there's a blowout and I don't feel like the game's interesting, I'll go to sleep. Right. And I ended up staying up that night mm-hmm. to watch to finish watching the game, even though it was bench versus bench. Okay. I mean, walking upstairs. So I don't mind it. I, I understand the schedule loss. It's also a long season, and we we're saying, you know, let's get Jokic some rest. Okay. And with Boogie being out, you know, there's really no backup, so there's no point in playing him 38 minutes, because you know that's probably what he would have played. Right. Because if Jokic is going to play, he's not going to have you cut his minutes unless you're up by 24. Right. Okay. That was only a little like bone I had to pick. But that's just me being a yeah. overcritical fan and thinking I'm perfect. Yeah, I think it's just the... <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess it's what you could say, you know what I mean? And then we're so, we watch so many different sports, and it's like basketball, and I guess you could say baseball. They do the whole scheduled loss thing. I mean, in hockey, I don't think they do a no. scheduled loss. You no. know, They're out there to win every game. Right. Um, it's also because it, I think cause hockey has the President's Cup, so everybody wants... Yeah, I, I think it's a, yeah to win it's more this, of an, an incentive to be thing. the best regular season team. Yeah, where in the NBA, I mean, you go, people are looking for the ahead, and I think now that you have to, you have the playing game, and I think you look at where the Nuggets are at in the standings. Six. They still have a, six. I think it's they're six, but they have a two game lead on the guys who are in seventh. Um, I have it right now. It's Minnesota. Now it's a one game lead. Now that yeah. they lost. Now that they lost tonight. tonight. Yeah, but going into Utah, you're up. A game and a half, two games. Yeah. So, I with mean, the All Star break coming up too. So yeah, yeah. okay, I I could see why. But yeah, at first I was like, man. I mean, if you can finish out this road trip, we said last week three and three would be you know great. If you could finish it out, that would have put them at five and one. Five and one. I mean, Four and two still good. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it is. But it's. I think that like, could have been it too, where they were like, well, we won, we stole the game in Milwaukee, basically. Well, yeah. Minnesota was tough, and Jokic did play in, against Minnesota, and he was on the injury report for that game before. Yeah, with the toe injury. Um, big feet, dude. Yeah, big Serbian guy. Yeah, he's moving around. Probably got it stepped on. It happens. Maybe an ingrown so, toenail. Sure, so you think that dude wears? Probably like a fifteen. Should we look it up? Easy. I'm gonna say like a. Mine's a fifteen. Seventeen. I was gonna say seventeen. Maybe a seventeen. Seventeen and a half. Nike Elite socks are pretty thick. 16. Damn, Russell Westbrook? Where's the 15? You know what they say about big feet. What did you say? You know what they say about big feet. Yeah, big socks. Everybody else needs to get your fucking mind. Chris Paul, did you see him? Size 12 and a half? Yeah. He's like my size. Taco Fall wears a 22? Oh my god. This is really cool. Why do I have this up right now? Yao Ming wore an 18? It's a little smaller than I would have expected. Uh, no, that's probably about it right there. What else we got? Giannis? Where's the size 16? Where's Shaq? Where is Shaq? Tell me he's not on this list. I'm gonna cut all that out. Babe, quit walking upstairs. <laughs> Where is Shaq? 
He has to be on this list, right? Yeah. I think he's up there with Taco Fall, if I'm being honest. Be. Dude, he's got to be. Where is Shaq? He's not on here, dude. It's crazy. Maybe there's another list. There's got to be. We'll just look it up. Oh, it's because that was a quiz. 23? Holy Jesus fuck. Christ. Holy shit. It's bigger shit. than that lady. Look at that. We're only looking at Shaq's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> My God. That's crazy. Oh, fuck, more power to him, huh? Yeah, I mean, there's not too many people. Like, he'd go into a store and be like... They probably don't even carry his size in stores. Oh, no, no way. There's no I mean, way. he's so rich, he doesn't have to worry about it, though, either. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Oh, oh, back to the Utah. Oh, I want to oh, do. I want to oh. give a. You know. Oh. Bryn Forbes had his best game as a Nugget against okay. Utah. Okay. Yeah, twenty six Elab- points. Elaborate. Twenty six points. That's good. He was the leading scorer for the game. It's great to see. Yeah, that's what you got him. So for. it was a big trade. But the defensive side is. They don't really have a, a lockdown defensive guard right now. Because Forbes is taking Faku's minutes. Okay. And that was, like, the defensive guy, you know? Uh-huh. Now, P.J. Dozier, I mean, he did tear his ACL, so he was gone. But now that you traded him away, he was your other defensive guard. So what do you do about that? I think you have to go looking at the trade deadline. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think I did hear there was a little market for Faku. People were interested. And then I like Uncle Jeff, but they're saying he's on the – all the Nuggets are getting some calls on him too. But if you could swing it and, you know, maybe Jamal gets back and Michael Porter plays and. Please tell me that's not picking up. I couldn't tell you. I don't think it is. But yeah, you know, Bryn Forbes, that was big. Yeah, and, and like you said, maybe go get a guy in the at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's the Nuggets. Recap. I remember this time. You did remember this time, oh boy. Move on to those abs. <laughs> Dude, I almost want to just leave it. That's so much editing to do. Oh my god. Quick little two game recap. The Buffalo game was great. It was a great game. Yeah. Yeah, I watched I know that all the way through. I was one of the bottom tier teams in the NHL. Yeah, but it is ex- it was expected. Yeah, for sure. And it was kind of like, uh, you know, one of those games where we're like, you know, go beat the shit out of them. It's one of those you should beat the brakes off them. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. No, yeah. Well, it, it did get a little uh, interesting. Yeah, when Buffalo evened it up early in the second, it was. Yeah, and I we watched that play develop, and I saw Devontae's turn the puck over mm-hmm. in in the defensive end. You know, which doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. And it was almost kind of like one of those turnovers that just it takes every single lucky bounce that was needed to get to the wrong guy, mm-hmm. and it did. It it was a sloppy turnover, but it was almost like the way the puck bounced off the boards, bounced to the Buffalo player, and then it was and, and went in. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, what are you gonna do? And it's a rare turnover from him, so it's not really too concerning mm-hmm. at the time. It was because I was like, oh no, here we go. You know, is this gonna? What's this? What's this gonna do for the game? And then, yeah, I thought it was gonna go south after that. So did I. So no. something just kind of like told yeah, you. Yeah, I had the feeling. To, yeah, like nothing. 
It's not like they're playing bad hockey or anything like that, but it was kind of like, damn. Just like, like you said, the way the puck bounced. It's, yeah. It seemed like, like it was one of those nights for the Sabres. Exactly. Like, is it? Yep, exactly. Yeah. But Then you have Kadri, and I do like the the challenge rule for hockey. Yeah, it's really good, right? I really like that rule. It's really good, right? Yeah. Because, like, it makes you a little more, like, maybe if there was a rule like that in the NFL, like, Vic wouldn't have been throwing, like, all these challenge flags out. What would the what would the NFL rule be? I don't know. Do the same thing. 15-yard penalty? No, that's not enough. No? No. Maybe you give the team, like, the opposing team, like, an extra challenge or something. I don't know. It'd have to be something like that, extra timeout or something. Yeah, it'd have to be something that something benefits like the other team. And you're yeah. like, do I really want to do that if it's a close game? So, for those who don't know, in hockey, when a coach challenges a play, you only get one per game. But when a coach challenges a play, if it's unsuccessful, the other team actually has to take a two minute penalty and take a guy off the ice. Mm-hmm. So that's which what was, which really worked out for the. Which really I'm texting yeah, it right that's now. That's what I yeah. figured. Cause it's like, it's I, I said, our bikes are picking up all your balloons. She said, no way. She said, I've done balloons before while you've recorded. Yeah, I don't know why. She has done balloons no, before. No, yeah, I know. The mics are just picking up a lot today. It's weird. We had the help, that whole uh, echo situation going on. and Whatever. Yeah, it is what it we're, is. You know, we're the dads. And we're, not, we're, not, new. We're, we're not Joe Rogan, you know? Yeah. We, don't got a we don't got a gorgeous studio. Yeah, we're in basement. Texas. And yeah, we're starting from the bottom. Yeah, God we damn just it. started. You know? Grandma and Grandpa got the kids. This is only our fourth episode. Wife's upstairs working, yeah. you know? And we're just trying to do this just to do it. So, you know what? If our audience doesn't like that, then fuck you. No, I'm just... <laughs> Uh, but really, I do apologize if you can yeah. hear the balloon machine in the background. It It is what it is. Oh, well. yeah. It's not really. Bugging. Maybe eventually we'll become super successful and rich and we'll be able to just have a studio. Yeah. Yeah. We won't have to set up my daughter's TV down here and record on a yeah. plastic table. Actually, the table, I really don't give a fuck. Yeah, the table's not that bad. If we go get a nice tablecloth. Yeah. I told Jordan to give me one. Make it look real fancy, festive. Yeah. Got this Jaeger bottle. It's I told empty. my significant other to get me one. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Did she listen to that part of the podcast? No. no. And can we not ever bring? Oh, that I'm gonna bring it up with her. Oh, you're a piece of shit. I'm gonna wait till like after she has the baby and she's drunk too, because I want to see her drunk reaction. Oh, that's okay. It. No, do it then. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. idea. Good idea. Okay. <laughs> so the Avs went into Buffalo and kicked their ass. For or no, they had them at home. Sorry. Yeah. Four to one. Big guys, you know. Miko had an assist. Gabe had a goal. Just kind of typical Avs game and mm-hmm. against a team who shouldn't have even been on the ice with you, and that's that. I did like the uh, the Avs defense at the end to close it out. Yes. That was a great defensive game, which is something that I've been very critical on, mm-hmm. but it was good to see. And you said it last week, you know, when you have good team defense, defense your, your goalie plays good. Yeah. But with the Avs, it feels like you don't always get that team defense, right? Oh, yeah. And kind I think of, what it is is – they have the effort. They put so much energy into the offensive side of their, of the game. Yeah. That on the defense, they're like, "Fuck, maybe I can take a little a breather here." Yeah, and it's, it's not, not even like, like that, that they're, like tr- like being cocky in a way like that. You know what I mean? It's just literally the. Fact you could see physics. how how it's gassed the, they are. It's the, the fact of physics, physics yes. Yeah. But I mean, I've been critical on on the defensive forecheck all year long. But that game, it was, it was very really good, good yeah. besides for the turnover in that area, mm-hmm. which is the only thing, you know, I got to complain about. All right. Well, after you beat Buffalo at home, what happens? 
dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you got that loss. Let me tell you what. The, I added you to that fat, that abs. Yeah, fads, it, it still didn't. You didn't accept it? It didn't even give me an option. I don't know what you're talking about. I never Are you got, in that? You know what I'm talking about? The, the Facebook Yeah, page. I never got a notification for it at all. Are you in it, though? Do you know? No. It's kind of a good thing. Because let me tell you what. They After pissed? every fucking game this team loses, it's just blow it up. Just fuck this team. Fuck the cup. Yeah. Let's just blow it up. It's just Colorado fans in general. It's overreactions yeah. everywhere. Oh, we, we lost the home game win streak. We're, we're done. This team's done. The point streak's still going. So. The point streak's still going. Yeah. Not to mention the game before that. I forgot to mention this about the Buffalo game. That's the sixth game in a row with a power play goal mm-hmm. when before that streak started, they were like one for 24 no, on yeah, power it was plays. Terrible. It was terrible. So they've had six games in a row with a power play goal. Not sure if they had one in this game, honestly. I and we can't really. touch on it. The I mean, the loss to Arizona did... It did kill a ten-game win streak, and then the eighteen-game home win streak. Right, but but your point streak's still going. That's still yeah, eleven you straight really points. Expect and the Avs to never lose a fucking game again this year. I mean, come on, guys, let's be realistic. Also, you know? it's in my opinion, it was a game where you say like it's just not your night because they had so many like good opportunities. Did you see how many posts we hit, dude? All yeah, we had two in the shootout, and then before that, in the first, they had that. It was a shorthanded opportunity, and Kadri's right there, and he just didn't have. He just lost the puck. Yeah, and it happens. Yeah, you it, could just tell it wasn't their night. No, it, just, and it happens. Who cares? Are Are you overreacting to it? Am I? Yeah. No, I didn't. I, me. It's a loss. I don't think uh, it's a big deal. It's a loss. It's going to happen. Yes, is it against a shitty hockey team? It's yes. also. But you also have to give that. Did you watch the shootout? Yeah. The fucking goalie was nails, dude. He had thirty-eight saves on the night. Yeah. He won the game for him. Besides for the two posts, I mean, obviously those should have been goals, yeah. but. It's not your night. If he's the also playing. Going to hit the post. It's going to yeah. hit the post. He's also playing good enough to where you have to try to fit it in that tight window. Exactly. You know, so. And well, he's playing good enough to get his team to a shootout. And you know? what I liked was the announcers had a really great point about the Arizona. Uh-huh. Is their whole team? So they have five guys that are going that are under contract going into next year. Okay. So it's a whole rebuild for them. Uh-huh. So they're saying these guys aren't playing for Arizona necessarily, but they're playing for their next jobs. And with even with the trade deadline coming up, like they're gonna play hard because they're trying to get that film out there for these other teams, so they right. basically get picked up. So no matter what, they're gonna go out and play hard. And I think when you're the Avs and you are the number one team, like you know, when we were growing up, any sport you played and you knew, you know, you would look up who you were playing, all the 100%. way back to when we were playing, you know, pee baseball, yeah, tournament ball, tournament ball, yeah. You know, you'd figure out, oh, who's in this tournament? Who's the best team in this tournament? And you'd look 100%. them up every time. And you're like, oh, if we play them, like, we're gonna give them our best. Like, I want to see how good we are, how we stack up. So you know, no matter what, the Avs are gonna get everybody's best punch. Yeah. And I'm looking at so, the Arizona roster, and honestly, the only name I've ever heard of is Phil Kessel. Mm-hmm. He's 34. He's been in the league for a while, and it's. It's kind of just made up of a roster of they're just one of those teams, you know? Yeah, the it's guy like that... Jacksonville. That's like the Jags. Who could you name on the Jags besides, what, five players? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, maybe, I'm maybe just saying couple. it's... But, yeah. Okay, smartass, because you fucking know everything about everybody, all right? <laughs> Give me that look like, well, I could name more than five. Fuck maybe. You. Well, that's just because of fantasy football, though. Okay, name more than five. More than uh, five. Robinson, Trevor Lawrence. Robinson who? What's his name? The running back, James Robinson. Okay. And then Trevor Lawrence. Uh-huh. ETN. Uh-huh. 
Marvin, no, Marvin Jones isn't there. Nope. Maybe it is just three. God, see, I love when I'm right. So, <laughs> fuck you. In a good way. Respect. They did have a couple wide receivers, but I only know because of fantasy because I had to pick them up because... LaVisca Chenault. Yeah. I... Is Miles... No, we just said Miles Jackson, I think. Yeah, I know. No, okay, so point being, yeah. it's one of those teams. But Yeah, the uh, guy that scored the first goal for him was his first goal of the year. Yeah, and I think it also could be like, the guys are like, fuck. Really, Arizona? Like, no, 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 no. The guys it, are like, we have All-Star break next week. Can we just... Oh, yeah. It's an overlook. Yeah, let's just get there, please. Well, and then you're going into it looking at, oh, we're playing Arizona. We got all-star break next week. They have all-star break next week. Like, maybe they're not going to come out and play as hard as we think. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're thinking after they scored that first goal that it was like, oh, they're just going to lay down. Yeah. And the opportunities were there. Like I said, it just wasn't your night. You had a five-on-three opportunity for 48 seconds. For sure. And then you had the end of the first, you were – the final four minutes were – basically a power play for you yeah and you just the goalie was playing that good that yeah 38 fucking saves is almost not unheard of because it happens all the time but i mean like, like against said, the like, abs it's like gotta be your yeah, night your that's night. all it, it's gotta it. be your night that's all it is yeah can't overreact to it no you know just get healthy now if this when they come out of break if it yeah that's gonna be the real kicker and no, then we'll see gonna see because you have a yeah, it's just we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. But it's not it's nothing to you're still in first in the NHL. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. There's at all. no point to like panic. Alright, moving on. Alright, moving on. Little quick Broncos uh, touch. Denver Broncos. They uh moving quick. Yeah. Good to see though. They made so I know we talked about the uh we brought up the ownership situation and how we're only gonna give them information when it's released. Right. Uh, Joe Alice, the uh, like head of the trustees, I guess, that are in charge right now, is what you could say. Yeah, yeah, that's because there's three the of them, but he's the one who yeah. comes out and he's he's the main like voice. The, well, yeah, exactly. Um, he came out and he released a statement that the Broncos are officially up for sale. So if you guys have a bunch of friends and you want to try to, <laughs> you guys could put together, you know, four point six billion dollars which is what the estimate is that they're going to be sold for well that's what the forbes put the value on them or yeah their net, like but the, they're saying that's their worth do you think that you think that's what it's going to yeah. go for i think it'll i don't think it'll go above 4.6 but i think it'll be above four i think it'll be around there i would probably say like a 4.1 to like a 4.3 i would say yeah it's a lot of money like the, the, so. you don't really comprehend it until you think about it like this is how i use it the difference between a billion dollars and a million dollars? It's huge. It's fucking crazy. No, yeah. And what you have to get just to get to a million dollars. God. Ugh. It's a lot. really depressing. It's a lot. You know? I had to stress out about buying a $70 microphone for a podcast. Fuck me. There's guys out there just, yeah, I think I'm going to buy this football team. Yeah. And they're saying, like, the, these stakes, like, the NFL wants it to wear... Like one person has to be the majority owner, right? Which it is has to be thirty thirty percent, thirty percent, which they're saying is like one point, like four billion dollars. Let's see, four point six divided by or times thirty percent, one point three eight billion. Yeah. So yeah, one point four rounded up and. Oh, even, did you say one point four? Yeah. Sorry. And that's just insane. Like somebody's yeah. just sitting around and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll put one point four billion in yeah. to run this football team. 
Crazy. So yeah, so if you're interested, you know people that I'm know people. You know that the Green Bay Packers do that, right? Yeah, and they send you a little like piece of paper like this, like, hey, you're an owner, but you don't get shit off of it. All right. I just think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you want a piece of paper that says participation, you're going to frame and hang on your wall. Yeah, I'm too competitive for that. Yeah. I don't think I have a single participation trophy. No. Like, I don't. That's when I stopped trying in, like, field days in elementary school, and they turned it into, like, participation. Nah. Oh, uh, we never did that. It was always first, second, third, so fuck that. I was going, I was going ahead. No, it was, it changed, and it was, like, more, like, I remember when I was, like, in public school, like, they used to actually give ribbons for it. And it was like blue ribbon was the best, so that was my goal. Just always get blue ribbons. Yep, and then red was second. Yeah, and then, and then green was, was green. Was it green? Yeah, it was last. And I'd never had a green ribbon. I thought I think ours were yellow. Ours were green. And then I went to St. Rose and it was all team based and Tug of War fun. was fun. Played dodgeball. We actually had some dope ass field days. And then we'd all like field day was always like one of the last days of the year for us. Yes, yeah, so it was like half day, yeah. Well we yeah, it was half day was field day, and then, like, the last, like, it was a full day of school, but you were oh, never different. in the classroom. So, like, the first, like, morning of it yeah. was field day, and then we would do a big-ass barbecue. Oh, that's And, sick. like, mom would always call out of work and, yeah. you know, come ours watch just field day a, and stuff. And it was a cool day. Yeah, yeah ours was time. just a half day, and then you get to go home. There you go. Which I didn't I think I think we had the option to leave for the barbecue, but, but everybody stayed. Oh, yeah. yeah it was Catholic dope. school is different. It's so, so It's different. a family. And nobody, yeah, nobody gets it. And I wish they did. Yeah. Like, those were... I enjoyed Catholic school. So did I, until I went to Arupe. That was bad. Like, if I would have went to Mullen or, like, Valor or Holy Family or, you know, somewhere different, Mm -hmm. I probably would have stayed in Catholic school my whole life. But, yeah, Arupe was just not it. No, they forced you to work and you didn't get anything out of it. Well, they they helped you pay your tuition? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm good. Work for free. <laughs> yeah, no, Catholic school is dope. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, you were a family. It's kind of weird, huh? Yeah, because you had, like, you literally knew everybody. Like, aunts literally watched, like, my siblings, like, grow up. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, aunts' mom's, like, my second mom. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, all the moms knew, like, each other. Like, yeah, pretty just, much. Yeah. It's just different. Then you go to, like, public school, and it's like, yeah, we have, like, five first grade classrooms. And, like, it's like, what? And you're like, yeah, I had one first grade. They're like, yeah, we have 200 first graders. I'm like, I don't even have that in my school. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, They're what? like, how many kids do you have in eighth grade? Yeah, we had 25 students. No way. Yeah, 25. Your eighth grade class was 25? Mm-hmm. I think we were 11. Jesus. Yeah, bro. Our first grade class, though, in like kindergarten was like 25, 30. I don't and, know. You know, we I got mean, down to the final 11. I didn't get there till, till fourth grade. So. That's right. I forgot you went late. I don't yep. Know. Just crazy. So different. Yeah, I mean, I met my best, you know, my best friend since fourth grade. Yeah, I don't talk to anybody from that school anymore. Do I? No. No. Yeah. But like, I, I really just talk to ants. But yeah. Yeah. Wow, we got really off track there. Really? Huh? Yeah. Jesus. So, how do we get to that? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? No, I feel like right now participation awards. How do we get to the participation award? Oh, because you brought up the Green Bay Packers. Oh, being an owner. Yeah, and then we broke. Yeah. So, yeah, back to the (laughs) (laughs) $4.6 Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, they're for sale. Like we've kind of been saying, it's going to be good off-season. It's going to be interesting. I think my opinion on the ownership situation, though, is it's going to be kind of a person who's just there for the investment, you know? 
And then, like and I said, then he's going to have other people doing the football side. Yeah, it's also hard to say, like, because of the way the the 31% works to yeah. be the majority, it could be a guy that's really interested in the team. But as long as it's not, like, a Jerry Jones guy who's, like, trying to run shit, it's like... Yeah, I don't want... I really don't want an owner who wants to run the team, honestly. I want a guy who... And I, at first, I was opposite. I was opposed to that. I wanted a guy who was going to come in and want to do football shit. Instead of seeing it as his, like I said, like you know, like a side piece and just toy money. But now I kind of want that. Yeah, and I don't want it to be like just straight where it's like straight toy money where he's not knowing like what's going. Like I wouldn't say not knowing what's going on, but like not like around the facility talking yeah. to the players. Like I want like another not going to the games. I want like another Pat Bolin because they said like he would be in the facility like working out before he like got sick. Yeah. And he knew all the players. He would have conversations. Like No, yeah, for sure. So I want some, somebody like that, but, but where think, he's still like... I think like, Pat had a lot to do with the football side, too. I think he was just an all-around... Well, they said he was just there, but he would he would give his input if asked, but he really just let... Really? Shanahan do his job. Yeah, because Shanahan mm-hmm. was the coach and GM at the time, so... Well, there you go. Cool. Which is good. Yeah, it'll be different to see. I'm kind of interested on how this is going to play out. It's... If... It truly feels like the start of a new true era. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we had the Pat Bowen era for three plus decades with the, with Shanahan and you know, everybody that was in there in the John Elway and Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And now it almost feels like the John Elway and like Peyton Manning thing was kind of like a, like a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it didn't cause Pat was sick. Yeah. Cause we had the Pat Bowen years and then, and then he got sick and John and Elway and, yeah, he was kind of in that LA gap, Peyton. and and now it feels like it's going to be the start of another three plus decades. Yeah, which is really exciting. We're, really, what you want to? Yeah, and I really think that we hit the hammer on the head with the coaching staff. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they they filled out this. I wouldn't say filled out the staff, but they made a couple hires. Justin, Ooten, Ooten. I honestly have no idea how to say it. Not gonna lie. Uh, he was the Green Bay tight end coach. He's now your offensive coordinator. Yep. Um, down there you got Clint Kubiak you know he was the OC last year for Minnesota kind of taking a like a demotion almost yeah he's gonna be the QB coach which is good I believe wide receivers too right Uh, I don't know did I read that wrong I'm not sure just QBs as far as you I have QB coach and then it might be just QBs QB coach and offensive assistant so let me name the other name real quick and then Butch Berry uh, 43 years old Oh, that's another thing. Clint's 34, and Owen is 39. Butch Berry's 43. He comes from San Francisco, where he was the, an assistant O-line coach. Right. And everybody that was on Fangio's staff was over the age of 50. Yeah, so good touch to your your quality. is Taking the You're getting a complete facelift. And then for me, it's definitely a new team. New staff, for sure. Yeah, like I said, it's the start of a new era, and like everything is yeah. like... Everything's new, but I think it's happening so fast that Bronco fans can't like register. It. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think they're gonna process it until week one. Mm-hmm. Probably week one of the. Uh, I wouldn't even say preseason. I'd probably say week one or regular next year. Yeah, is when it's gonna like really, you know, whoa. Like I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see how many no shows are at opening day next week or next year. Very week one of regular season. We'll get into this and. In- the uh, upcoming, but I think it depends on who your quarterback is. Okay. Makes I sense. think that's that's a really big you like, think so? hammer here, yeah. 
Okay. I think it. Like I'll I'll give my opinion in the upcoming, but yeah. Like it's almost like we're on the roller coaster. You yeah, know, we're going and up, if, up 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 up, and if we don't get that guy, yeah, it's just gonna. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I like it. So. Like and it's him. not even if you don't get that guy, it's. I'm just well, I'll give my opinion if you bring back the same of what was last year. So right. Teddy and Drew are the same yeah. guys, and that's what you're rolling with. Yeah. People aren't going to be happy. Okay. Makes sense. Good recap. I'm excited. Av's got a little bit of a break, all-star break. Nuggets all-star break is next week. Today's Friday, February 4th. Yeah. They go in, the f- not next week, but the following. Okay. Because February was like... 14th or something like that. So Valentine's Day? 12th. Something, uh, something Just like after that. the Super Bowl. Yeah. They do that. I think that's yeah. the week they go. Okay. You ever watch the uh, hockey all-star festivities? Mm, no, I did see a couple things they were doing this year. Yeah? Yeah. It's different. It's it's cool. I did yeah. see they, they did the fastest like skater on the ice. That they do cool. that all the time. They do... I don't know what they call it. Oh, they it. did like an they accuracy? The yeah, yeah, the targets in the corners. Um, they mentioned on the fan that this year, because it's in Vegas, that they said they normally hit like the targets. But uh-huh. this year it was... They set up cards. And yeah, they, they basically, hit 21. Who bas- Well, whoever had... I, they said on the fan that it was whoever had the best hand. Oh, okay. I saw that it was a version of 21. That'd be cool, too. Which I didn't do very good in in Vegas, so. I'm sorry. It's all right. You know, it happens. It's Vegas. Yep. All right. Take a break. You sacrifice for us? You the real MVP. Can you edit, like... Voice to Mama. Mama. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. Oh my god, Mama. <laughs> you want to kick it off for me? Go for it. Nobody. Dang, just yeah. Nobody gets the MVP this week. Nothing stood out. Avs had a short week. Fuck if I'm gonna give it to anybody, I'll give it to the Arizona goalie. I was thinking the same thing. 38, 38 saves that one night. Yeah, no, nothing really stood out to me. I mean, how many times are we gonna give it to Nicola? You know what I mean? Yeah, and then he didn't even nothing. Nothing like I said. Nothing stood out. Yeah, he, didn't, your eye. he didn't play the. I don't think it's a bad thing that we're not giving one out. No, I think it's I'm trying to stay real. You know? Yeah, like they're not going out there and playing for the All Pro Dads Weekly MVP, but right, it should be fuckers. Yeah, we're gonna be. Like, this is a like you said, goddamn award. We we need to start making trophies and sending it to like players' PO boxes when they oh, do that did, shit. Oh, did you see the? Speaking of Jokic, did you see the interview he had? And they were asking him about like his birthday. That is because his birthday's coming up. Uh huh. And he was like, "Yeah, and, you know, I, I want some gifts. Like, I need you guys to give me some birthday <laughs> gifts." And he goes, "So if we could put that out there, <laughs> that was the greatest oh thing. You're gonna have God. to find it. The Nuggets posted on their Facebook, and it's the That's funniest funny. thing. I want some gifts." Jesus, yeah, yeah but, but nobody. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was gonna give it to, I was gonna give it to Bryn Forbes, and then he goes and has a one for seven shooting night against Minnesota, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, we're here to be critical, and if we don't feel there's an MVP that week, then yeah. Yeah, so that's your your weekly MVP. Nobody. Next, Next segment. Ow, fuck! That sound like it hurt. That did hurt. The mic picked it up. <laughs> that will shook the whole goddamn table. All right. Moving on. 
During the song, right? That You got something for this? Or no? Oh no. Kinda, but I guess it would kinda go in with my prop bet. Too. Or my bet of the week. Or Okay. Yeah. Try to, you want me to keep it as separate as possible, if I had to say. Cool. I got a feeling. It's taking you a while. The Bronco I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Uh-huh. But I got a feeling the Broncos will find their their quarterback for the years to come. How many years? I guess that might give it away of what your prop bet is, huh? At least four. At least four. Okay. I like it. What is on the screen? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is that? Is that a doll? Sticker? Uh, something. What the fuck? I'm just going to take that off. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, me I have a feeling It's a team I've been Very critical of Yeah But Last week they really surprised us They had a good road trip 4-2 and two On the road trip Stole a big game from Milwaukee I have a feeling that after the All-Star break The Nuggets are really gonna Kick it into the next gear and I have a feeling the Nuggets will be a top four seed in the playoffs. I hope so, because that will help my bet out. I think that's... I just... I don't know. I have a feeling. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's they, good. I feel like they turned like it on it. last week, and they're starting to turn it on at the right time. Um, well, and then if you look at their schedule post-All-Star break... It's pretty easy, right? Man, it does it get easy. I mean, you have you start and we off. Still have a lot of home games. You got left too. the Magic, and then you got the Warriors. Yeah, but then you have the Kings uh-huh. twice, and then the Trailblazers to close out February. Okay. Then you go into March, and you got the Thunder, the Rockets, the Pelicans, the Warriors, all at home in a row, a four-game home stretch. Okay. And then you got the Kings again, and then the Warriors, and then the Raptors. You got a tough one against the Sixers, the Wizards, yeah, the Cavs, the Celtics, the Clippers. Okay, you got the Suns mixed in there. You got the Thunder, got the Hornets, the Pacers. Like it's not a crazy. You got Minnesota again, the Lakers twice in the closing in the last week, and yep. Memphis. Yeah, and Memphis, and then the Spurs. So it's, they look it, good. It's an it easy looks, schedule. It looks promising, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have a feeling they'll be top four. I like the it. Playoffs. I'm like again. And then seeing really like bad. the injuries for I'm kinda pissed. I'm echoing really bad. Can you? Yeah, but I mean I can still hear it. I we have no choice but to go on, but maybe it's just me. Yeah, I I don't hear it. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, I I'm like not, it. I'm not gonna cut that out. I like the nuggets though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a so, good one. Alright, here we go. Go ahead. Jump into our uh, 
We starting off with Avs. What you got next week upcoming? One game. Because one All-Star game. Because All Star break. What do you got? Big game. Yeah. What a way to start your, you know, the back half of your season. They're right behind you in the standings. They got sixty six points. League standings because it's Tampa, and they're a Eastern Conference team. Thirty ten and six. Pretty pretty fucking close with what you put up. Mm-hmm. You've played a couple less games, but it's at home. We're gonna be rested. I'm gonna assume we get McKinnon back. And I'm yeah, gonna I think s- it's good to say that. And I'm gonna say that we we win that game. I like it, and I expect it to be kind of like a playoff environment, you know. And that's what I want to see. So I'd say one to zero next week for the Fs. You. One and zero OT win though two points. Okay. Playoff environment. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I mean. I like. And it. it's been all year when these teams have faced off against each other, except yeah. for that. Was it Tampa that they went to? They got absolutely obliterated. Toronto. It was Toronto. Yeah. Same colors. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Nuggets next week. Kind of. You know, we talked about the post All Star break being easy, but next week is kind of tough. Yeah, you got a full Brooklyn team. I believe they're semi-close back to healthy, but it's a road game, so Kyrie can play. It says it's here. No, yeah. It's a road game for Brooklyn. Oh, for them. For Brooklyn. So Kyrie can play. James is probably going to play. Unless he gets traded. Yeah, that is a rumor, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know when the deadline is, but... But I don't don't know if they trade him because of what's going on with KD and that MCL strain. Yeah. It's not that they're... I don't know why they would want to trade him, though. They play great together. That's what I'm... They play. That's what I don't understand. I think it's just speculation. Could be. You know how the NBA is with their rumors and trade talk? They probably have the most talks at the trade deadline. Yeah, because they have the most to trade. Yeah. I would think. But, yeah, I think it's... You got Brooklyn, then you got the Knicks, and then Boston next week. Hmm. So, it's Eastern Conference all out. The first two are at home. Boston's on the road. You have a two-day break between New York and Boston. Mm-hmm. Home and away. I think you beat Brooklyn again. I think so, too. And I think you beat New York. And you got a little break between Boston. I'm thinking oh, yeah. the same thing, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like... I'm rolling with you at this one. Do I want to put it on record at 3-0, though? I mean, you know, I kind of want to just play the safe route. You went three and zero last week. No, you went two and one. I went two and one. But you wanted three and zero. Wow! I thought my phone. Oh Jesus! Here we go with the. You guys, <clears throat> Corey, Danny, Adrian, both my uncles, Mike, Ryan. You guys text way too fucking much. All right, you know, my my shit's always going off. I gotta throw the fucking group chat on mute all the time. I love you guys, but I mean it's ten thirty. You guys are way older than me. Go to bed. I know it's Friday, but fuck. Are they playing? Yeah, I'm probably going to get on after this, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brooklyn, New York, and Boston. Bing bong. Bing bong. Yeah, I'm going to say 3-0. Three three and and yeah. I'm, I'm with you that one. I think I'm going to do it, dude. And I think I think it's a 3-0 and where if Jokic plays at Jokic level... It jumps him to the top of the MVP standings. 
Can we give a three and with like a Demarcus Cousins like eighteen point nine? Yeah, if he gets off, that's what we didn't touch on injury reports at all. Oh no, we didn't. Uh, Boogie, you think he was out tonight again with a foot? Let's see. I know Jokic played. Fuck, when's his ten day up? Yeah, I don't think it matters. I really think they're keeping him here to. He signed a second ten day too, by the way. So I was right. He did sign a second. Yeah. Uh, when was it? Put on my notes. On the first of February, he signed a second ten day. No, he did not play. Yeah. So he's he has six days left. Today's the fourth. Signed it on the first. So I really think they're gonna keep him. They also the Nuggets also. I know this was part of the upcoming, but they got like a a disabled players exemption for exemption. MPJ. So and it gave them like two point five million, yeah, which is enough that. to give a one year two point five million contract to Boogie. To Boogie, yeah. He's been that influential where I think he can. He deserves it. Okay, I know it's only, he's only played limited games, but three. Yeah, no. I'm gonna say three zero no with a big Boogie game. Three zero, no. assuming he plays one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think you, I think you blow out New York. I mean, you really? blew you blew out New York in New York. Yeah. So I, I think, think New York was kind of just a hot team at the beginning of the year, and kind of falling off. Was just yeah. riding it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Moving on. All right. It's the bulk of our. Uh, yeah, you said you, you wanted to pick my brain a little bit, so I'm gonna let you kind of just fire away. All right, let's start off with the NFL coaches. What do you think about these past hires? Yeah, um, have you seen any others? Or Raiders are going to Raider. Yeah, that's what do you think what of that one? Say. I'm excited. I'm uh, nervous. Really? Yeah. You think he's came into his own finally? Um, Josh McDaniels. Everybody. Josh McDaniels was hired by Oakland. I know everybody. I know we were bashing him pretty much because he was Hurricane Josh here. Yeah. But he's also <clears throat> was I, he was young when he was here. Yeah. But you're pairing up. One of the, like, he was a bad head coach, but as an offensive coordinator, he always he's always been great. Yeah. And you're pairing him up with a Derek Carr, where we both said we would. Take him. Yeah. And so the, it makes you nervous. Der, they got Darren Waller. I have a feeling that, that that McDaniels hasn't, maybe his temper has changed. But his, his head coaching abilities hasn't. Well, he came out and said, I don't know if you heard the presser, but he talked about how he when he he mentioned Denver, and how he knew the football side, but he didn't know the people side, and that's uh-huh. what he's worked on. Okay, good for. I mean, I mean, it just makes the division that much tougher, if you ask me. Yeah, it makes me a little nervous. Okay, I get it. No, I mean, being realistic, I don't think it makes me nervous, but I think it. No matter how bad we've been, and this is not coming from a fan perspective i Mm. truly believe this i truly think we've always been better than the raiders like the last you know five years that we've sucked and that's just me and i think this makes them in my opinion like it it puts them on the same pedestal and i mean people could disagree and say no the raiders have been better than us i mean yeah roster wise maybe but i mean mean, that's just me like you know yeah I mean, they swept us last year. Yeah. And the year before, right? No. No, we split. Yeah. And then... But the last... I mean, yeah, the last five years, they have had our number, but I just... 
from the eye test, like I think we're better than Vegas. That's yeah. ju- that's just me. I see it, and I'm not saying it because I hate the Raiders. I just yeah, that's what I truly believe. Yeah, my yeah, it's just I think Josh McDaniels has grown as a person, and then they which were, could be a very scary thing. They were a playoff team last year. Yeah, so it's I mean they weren't like a great playoff team, but they were in the playoffs. Right, you know, they were there when we were at home. So yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to think how you think about that one, and then... What you got next? How do you feel about Doug Peterson, the fit, with Jacksonville? Did you see the stat that if he wins three games, he's in, like, the top five of all-time winning coaches in Jaguars history? Like, that's how bad that team has been. What What do do I think think of Doug Peterson in Jacksonville? I think Jacksonville's still going to be Jacksonville next year. And he's... I think the only good thing that Doug has... has <clears throat> Excuse me. Has for him going there is his quarterback. You know? And that's kind of it. Yeah, I think... Uh, you know me. I didn't want us to hire him at all yeah, here. I like the guy. Yeah, and you were higher than a fucking kite on the guy. Did you go watch those videos that I said? No, probably not. I didn't. I'm sorry. Go watch it. You'll probably not. What are you trying to say? Yeah. Cause I just, you're a busy Cause guy. Because what? You're a busy guy. I am a busy guy. And you had Vegas, and then Snow kicked your ass a little bit. and yeah, Doesn't mean I don't got time for you. You still haven't watched the videos. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? You like it. I know you like it. I think he's a good fit. I think he could get the most out of Trevor Lawrence based off of the offense that he runs. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is an athletic guy. And he, what do I want to say? He has like that one. That one was loud. Yeah, Jesus. And seeing what Peterson did with Carson Wentz, uh-huh. I know they had more weapons in Philly, and the team ultimately was better in Philly than yeah, it was way better than Jacksonville. Jacksonville can go get that. Well, yeah, because I mean, not only did Jacksonville suck this year again, so now they have another good draft spot in the first round. Yeah, I think they. I'm not saying they're going to be, like, top tier, but they're definitely going to win more games than they did this past year. And I think it's going to be a, a turnaround. I think it was the right guy for the job for them, opposed to getting a first-timer. Yeah, could be. Could be. Next. That's really it for these ones. Yeah. And the other one's really, I mean, you got Dayball in New York. Kind of, like, weird. I don't like it. It's almost like the Joe Judge... Higher all yeah. over again, and then they they said they're sticking with Daniel Jones. So I don't even think he had a choice. Yeah, I think I that think franchise is. Yeah. I, I don't. I feel bad for the guy because I think he has potential. Yeah, yeah. Seeing what he did with Josh Allen and mm-hmm. yeah, it's almost like he don't even want to be there. No, they were talking about it on the fan. Uh, that they did. You know, how, like these teams do. They're like. Head co- new head coach first day in the office like walking in they said he like pulled up in his Ford Raptor and got out and he like you could tell he was like acting they made him like wear a suit <laughs> he had like a briefcase <laughs> at least he showed up in a suit yeah I mean you know good old Vic didn't so at least you're comfortable I want you to be comfortable not forced yeah I don't know they said it looked pretty cringy so I didn't yeah. go and like look for it but no me either not that interested in the guy, but I feel bad for him though. Yeah, he can't do worse 
than, no. than Joe Judge. No. I mean, no. unless they have him calling you know, QB, QB sneaks. QB sneaks on what the seven-yard line, <laughs> three-yard line, something like that. third and eight. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. We wanted to give more room to our punter. We were actually throwing incompletions. incompletions. Fuck. Mid. Pat Shermer's offense look fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, can, we not, can we not bring that name up? Again? Shermer? Yeah. Yeah, my man. It's not going to find a job. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Donatello. Is that what you want to talk about? <clears throat> Where's he at? He's, He's going to Seattle. It's good. Yeah. I don't know if it's as a DC or a positions guy or what, but he's going to Seattle. Good for Saw him. Saw it today. Yeah. Uh, Good for him because he didn't have a voice here. No. As a defensive coordinator. It was Vic. Yeah. And he's anyway. not a bad DC, but. No. Anyway, keep going. Uh, how do you feel about the hire, Justin Newton? OC? What do you think? <sighs> Tired. Do you know too much um, about the guy? You want some background? I, I don't, but. What tells me a little bit of what I need to know is that how many guys from Green Bay before him were on the OC list for Hackett? He was the fourth option. Okay. And the third from Green Bay, and then there was another guy mixed in. Yeah. There's a list. At at first, it was the offensive line coach. And he got the promotion to OC in Green Bay. And then... Go ahead. Was it... QB coach was yeah. the next one. That was blocked. Um, what was his name? Fuck. This is when we need an answer. I thought it was like Luke something. Getty. Luke. It was Getty. Luke yeah. Getty. Okay. And then there was another guy from another team. As you want to say, might have been Sam Fran well, or something. Yeah. And then blocked again. And then and the then, tight ends coach. Yeah. I think Hackett really liked all those guys in Green Bay, and mm-hmm. the coaching staff was a really you know, tight and close staff there. So I think I think we got the guy. Well, and then Hackett said he's calling plays too. Yeah, but I uh, think we got the guy. You know, but when he, I think it it goes back to what we wanted in a coach. It's a guy Hackett can trust. He feels for comfortable with yeah. While he's going to coach the guys on yeah. D, he knows he knows he's familiar yeah. with the offense stuff yeah, like that for sure. Yeah. Uh. Oh, he was a tight end coach in Green Bay, so I feel like he can really help. Uh, Tight ends here. Yeah. yeah. We have two really good ones. Mm, I wouldn't say really good. But they have the potential to be really good. The offense they were in was... Yeah, but potential can what? Yeah, it could hurt you. But with the right coaching, it's potential could excel. Yeah. So I'm probably going to eat I think things. it's there. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, too. Clint. Next. Clint. Clint. This is weird. Clint this one's Kubiak. Kinda- this one's kind of a. There's a little bit of controversy behind it too, right? Okay. Right. Uh, I thought there was. I haven't heard no. Okay, we'll just ignore what I said. There's speculation in big media here that Clint Kubiak is here because of his father. No. His quarterback in Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think that's an option. I, think, I don't think so. I don't think so either. We didn't touch on the Minnesota but, thing, but. You know who's the head for that job, right? Uh, Harbaugh. No. Harbaugh. Oh, Harbaugh told Michigan yesterday he's going to stay. Yeah, well, there was a whole big mess. I guess Harbaugh showed up and thought he had already got the job in Minnesota. And he was just showing up for the interview. And then Minnesota was like, this is an interview. What? Yeah, it was, it's, I guess there's, it's a big mess, yeah. 
and then Harbaugh came out and was that's when he told Minnesota like yeah or told Michigan like yeah I'll be back. Huh. Weird. No, who got the Minnesota job? Uh they're saying uh Rams OC. Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell's the head guy. That could He's be their lead guy. Yeah. That could be scary. Prayer with the Kirk Cousins and uh Yeah. But you you're you're so you wanna know So you're how do you feel about Clint? What do you if that, those are the speculations and they're true, what do you feel? I don't want Kirk Cousins. Do you want to hear these? Okay. If you don't know the name and you hear 4,238 yards. Oh, we're doing this? 4,238 oh, like okay. passing yards okay. and 34 passing touchdowns. Who do okay. you think of? How many picks? Do you know? I didn't put the picks. I just did passing yards and passing touchdowns. Say it again. 4,238 passing yards. And 34 passing touchdowns. Is the answer Kirk? Okay, well... I wouldn't have said Kirk. Yeah. How does that make you feel? I would have probably said... Like, the name on that... Behind that status, probably like Derek Carr. Which (laughs) is somebody I would have here. Yeah. You know? I just don't know if Kirk has it to get Get over... Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing. He's a good quarterback. Obviously, he puts up good numbers. Yeah. But it's it's the the extra, you know. Hmm. So that's my list. I like it. Uh, he was the quarterbacks coach too while he was out there. So. But real quick, I mean, could you put like a Derek Carr to that stat line if you had your eyes closed yeah. and didn't know? Yeah. yeah. Or even like a. I could. I was thinking like I don't want to say like Jimmy G, but I mean, that's almost I like a Jimmy G stat. Maybe a little I think less he has tutties. Less yards too. I think Jimmy G only had like three thousand yards this year, three thousand like five. Yeah. But I, when I saw those stats, when I wrote them down, I was like, "Wow!" And he's gonna be our OC and like passing game like coordinator. Yeah. So I think it's it's gonna be helpful. Okay. Next guy, do you know too much about uh, offensive line coach? Or he's now our O line coach, Butch Berry. 43 years old. Coach Butch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From San Francisco. Butch Berry. I don't know a lot about the guy, but I know that that old line in San Francisco is, you know. Yeah, pretty. They're, uh, they're those dudes. Yeah, and he, this guy's been, he had 14 seasons in college. God, I sound real and educated this episode. I didn't do any research on these guys. No. Like I should have. Uh, 14 seasons in college, University of Miami, and then... Big school. Central mm-hmm. Michigan. That was his alma mater. Okay. And then in Tampa Bay from 2015 to 2018, and then was in Green Bay in 2020. Another Green Bay guy. Yeah. But uh, Big O was saying that, as you know, Big O left 104.3 The Fan. To go coach in San, in San Fran. Fran. Yeah, he was back this week, obviously because they're eliminated. And Is he back on? No, he know? came and he was just in the in the building, and then oh, okay. uh, James yeah. Merlat and uh, my boy Zach, Brandon Stokely. Oh, yeah, Zach was off the past two days, but Brandon Stokely and James had a uh, had Orlando come on, and they asked what his opinions were, and they, he said the Broncos got a really good guy for what the. Uh, for Hackett's plan for the run game with that outside zone stuff. Okay. Cool. And, you know, 
if he he was the O line assistant coach. I mean, and if he is going to be our O line coach, and I would assume he's going to probably have some touch in like the run game coordinating and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you would think the rushing yards were I probably probably everything. You know, yeah. pass blocking and rush yards were two thousand one hundred sixty six yards and twenty two touchdowns in San Fran this past year. It's pretty good. Yeah, and it's if he had good. he had his hand on it a little bit, so yeah, good things. Cool. Anybody else? Projected DC. You know who it is? Hmm. Can you tell me where he's coming from? No. Uh, do uh, uh, do AFC or NFC? NFC. Is he a big name? Uh, it was my first time. No, I, I'm, I'm not gonna get it. Just tell me. You're gonna watch this guy. Well. Not watch him, but watch the touch he has on the defense he's a part of. You're going to watch them on in the Super Bowl. Was he a DC before? No. So he's he's part of the Rams? Yeah. Okay. What is he? Who uh, is he? Tell me about him. I don't know. I don't have too much background on him. I haven't, I didn't do too much just because he's the projected DC. Mm-hmm. So, But, but. Giro Evero. Okay. Cool. Starting off great with a great name already. Uh, E-J-I-R-O. E-V-E-R-O. What the fuck? Zero Evero. Okay. Rams secondary slash pass game coordinator. I like it. I really like it. Yeah. Because what do we go up against in this division? Yeah. Passing. A lot of what? Exactly. Okay. Cool. I don't have too much. I didn't want to deep dive into his background. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of all the hires? I didn't really ask you. Uh, I'll touch on it now. That I want to get your opinion on the full staff so far. What do you think? Obviously, the offensive side of the ball is pretty much done. I think the running backs coach and then the wide receiver, current wide receiver coach, you know what? I'm going to stay. But I'm a little disappointed. Munchak didn't stay. Uh, they were saying it's because he wasn't a fit for the offensive scheme. Hmm. That's it's not something like he's. It's not his forte. Hmm. Okay, makes sense. I think he's more of like an inside zone type of guy. Okay, the I just zone. know he's a great offensive line. Yeah, mind guy. It's hard to say. I don't know. He helped Garrett Bowles a lot, but then like Dalton Reisner hasn't. He's kind of plateaued. Yeah, yeah. He had his best years as a rookie year, and then he yeah, last year was. Yeah, last year was pretty brutal. I yeah. think. Yeah, I think the Broncos O line. In general, like with this outside zone, because there are a lot of athletic guys. They're not the a biggest lot, bunch. A lot of the pulling and yeah, it's and the stretch, that, it's gonna, and you're going to be able to yeah. expand the field. I think it's going to help them out a lot. I think so too. And then it's going to take some with all the play action that is in the West Coast style offense. I think it's going to help them. Yeah, and our our guards are good guards. So I think, like I said, you know, yeah, with the outside stuff, when you pull those guards. I think yeah, they're be, athletic and they can yeah. get up the field. And yeah, what do you think of it as a whole, though? The whole offensive, obviously, the offense is done. I'm pretty sure. It's not what I was expecting, scheme wise and stuff. But I would, I would have to say I'm, I'm happy and yeah. excited. You know, if I had to put like a grade on it, I don't think I could. I don't know these guys well yeah, enough. Until we, but. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Let's roll. Yeah. You know, that was my New Year's resolution. 
blow it up. Yeah. And that was yours too. Yeah, new year. So it's a definitely yeah. a new team, new staff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what I liked about it as a whole is this is how I know the communication that Hackett really talked about is going to be there. And it's, it's true. It's big and it's true is because Butch Berry is coming from a run game that's one of the best, if not the best, in the outside zone, like running style. So that's where that comes from, and that's what Hackett touched on in his presser, was outside zone when he explained the offense. The next one was a lot of West Coast-style principles and West Coast passing with dropbacks and play action and stuff. That's what Clint Kubiak was running in Minnesota, and he was the OC there, and I already gave you those stats. You know, they jump off the charts. And then you have, you know, Justin Ooten, who, or Owen, Ooten, Owen. Um, he already knows the style offense that Hackett's bringing here, so he's familiar with all of it. And they all have different voices. Yeah, they're all gonna have a say, and then yeah. they each position group is they all touch on a different position group. Clint Kubiak, the quarterbacks, you know, Butch Berry is going to be the line guy. And then you specifically have, like, a, a good tight end coach. Because, I mean, Robert Tunyon was having a fantastic year before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you so like I think it. it's made up pretty good. I think if I could give it a grade, looking at what the offenses that they've came from, especially Clint, because he's just going to be our passing game coordinator and then our quarterbacks coach. Yeah. Seeing what they did, I'll give it, like, a – B, B plus. Okay. I mean, I don't know how much better you could do. Like, I would probably have to put it around there, too. And then based off of Hackett's, it's all going to see, yeah, yeah, his play calling and stuff. Well, yeah, we'll see. But kind of segueing. none of this matters if you don't have what? A quarterback. What do you think? I brought this up with you. I want to talk about it. We brought up. So everybody's saying the Rodgers trade is. Gonna happen. Well, yeah, everybody's saying it now. Even Cecil Lammy's out there at the uh, Senior Bowl. Senior Bowl, Mobile, yep. Alabama, and uh, he said everybody, every NFL executive that he's talked to, or like you know, person that's well within the NFL ranks, they're basically saying it's a done deal. That Rogers is gonna end up in Denver. So if what I know, last episode we said. You know, don't be too sold because if the price isn't right, like for you, what's the right price? Man, this is where it gets weird and almost why I don't want Rodgers mm-hmm. here because I don't want us to be successful for three years, probably max. Mm-hmm. Like, you might get what four or five out of him. Mm-hmm. But the last two is probably going to be, eh. I just don't want a repeat of the last decade. I don't want Manning here. Yeah. Let's get Super Bowls and let's be fucking stuck afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know? I. It It's like I would love him here. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Everybody would. I, would, I mean, if you. If I would have really loved him. Two, three years ago. Or even last year. Yeah, but it's like, fuck, man. It's hard to rent somebody. Yeah. So what's your, what's your so, price? But, but going back to your question. Um, what are we assuming he signs? Three years? 
uh, they're projecting that. So his contract now, he'd obviously have to re- like restructure right, it right. when he and gets extend. traded and you get an extension. Um, but they're saying anywhere from three to four. So let's say it's a three-year deal. So that means he'd be here until 2020. 2025. Mm-hmm. I would give up number nine this mm-hmm. year. First round next year, assuming that we have a very good year and we're picking in the top 24, 25. Mm-hmm. So another first round that next year. Mm. If you can, like, try to sneak in, like, a third rounder this year, so you have a second rounder this year, Mm. I would do it. And then maybe, like, a second next year. And then, like, in 2025, like, a third. Drew Locke. And I'm going to... Cecil came out and said, oh, "You've been." I brought up the executive thing. Oh. He's mentioned Drew Locke to all these guys. Oh. And they, nobody wants him. No, they literally laugh. Oh wow! Yeah, oh. like he said, they he practically got laughed at when he brings up Drew Locke's name. Okay, just take him. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I? At? A, first? a first, a first, a first. Uh, you said a, a third, a third if you could fit it in from this a second thing. next year. Mm-hmm. So that's four. We're really gonna have to get. Rid of somebody on the roster, huh? We are. Man. I don't want it to be... Before you make your... You're, you're on mute. Yeah. Before you... I was taking a drink of water. Before yeah. you make your final statement, ESPN did a thing where they took their beat writers for each team. Okay. And they were basically the GM, and they had to figure out what they were going to do with the upcoming like quarterback situations for their teams. Okay. Ours was Jeff Legwald, oh, and he reached out to Green Bay's. I don't know the guy's name, but yeah, he's that was a first, his first thing was to reach out to him. They played fantasy GM. Yeah, okay. So he reaches out to him, and he says he offered him two firsts. Um, I want to say I think it was two seconds, a third, and then his choice of wide receiver, tight end, whoever he wanted. Mm. God damn. That hurts. I don't know if it's worth it, dude. I don't. I don't. So what what's your final? Two first. You you almost have to give up the second this year. Two seconds. Next year's third and fourth. Yeah, and probably a wide receiver of your choice. I think Besides Jerry Judy. I think you put everybody else on the table. I'm just high on Jerry Judy. That's me. You're not. No. I know. No. Whatever. Man had zero touchdowns last year. Well, there's a reason. Yeah. He was hurt for most of the year, and his Kendall Hinton scored. fucking sucked. What? Kendall Hinton scored. <laughs> okay. You, All right. You probably already have yours down, huh? Uh, I've been thinking about it in the truck. <laughs> by myself a lot. The, the check Yeah, I have a lot of thinking on my hands. Mine is, this might shock you. Okay. This year's first. Uh-huh. This year's late second that you acquired from the Rams. 
Okay. Wir waren. Kenny Young. Vaughn. You got with Kenny Vaughn. Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got what you're saying. Okay. The next two first. After that. So you're giving three total first. A second. I'll fit him a third next year. And then a wide receiver tight end of their choice. Jesus. You want to hear my explanation? Yeah. This year's first? Nine. Okay, you're nine. That second rounder? Well, it's not your second rounder. It's the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Bye. (laughs) The next one? Uh, And we have two second rounders this year, right? Yeah. Okay. I think we have like three. Okay. Uh, The next one? That next round? That next first? Assuming that Rodgers comes and we're good, fantastic. Top twenty-five. We make the playoffs. Top twenty-five. It it'll. If we make a run, say we're in the AFC Championship. Top twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay. What are you gonna get? Like a basically a second round player out of that? Yeah. Nothing. Same thing the second year. Okay. And then, tight end of your choice, wide receiver of your choice. Yeah. Okay, you want Noah Fant? Okay, we still have Albert O. You want Albert O? We still have Noah Fant. You want Judy? Okay, the man scored zero touchdowns last year. It's arguably the worst receiver On from that roster. draft class. Yeah. Oh, damn. Henry Ruggs had more touchdowns and he's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> that man doesn't have a quarterback. <laughs> he's just the receiver. He's playing for the, the mean machines right now. Like... That's how a white man runs the football. <laughs> oh my god! So, all right, I like it. Cool. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I like it. I see. I think logic. that's why I was kind of drifting towards the first round. You know, assuming yeah. we're good. I'm assuming we're good. Pick I mean, worth shit. Have the first rounders. Go ahead, take them. Seeing what George Payton grabbed in the last draft in the later rounds. You know, the second rounder was Javante Williams, and I think we have our running back for the next. You know, hopefully, long time. Yeah, five six years. Yeah, and then, you know, you got Quinn Miners late. You got Baron Browning late. You, I like what George Payton can find in the later rounds. So, cool. I agree. Ready? We're moving on. Sports quiz. Terrible throw. You're picking the cards now. I was just gonna give you one. It's just off the. T- uh, I've been shuffling them this whole time for thirty minutes. Yeah, I want the one in the middle. I'll tell you when to stop. Ready? Yeah. Am I asking first? You want me to? I don't care. Doesn't matter. Usain Bolt broke his own record for the 100 meter at the 2009 World Championships. What was his record time? Gotcha. How come I want to say it was like... Like eight point four nope. seconds, nope. high, low, higher. Fourteen, lower. Like ten, lower. Nine, nine. Damn, I was close. Nine point five eight. I was close. I was gonna say like eight five too. That's fucking quick. God. Nine five is quick. Fuck, hundred meters. <laughs> Go ahead. Your card's easy. Really? Yeah. Until nineteen twenty nine, the game of basketball was played with what type of ball? You already asked me that. It's a soccer ball. You yeah. Have, no, you got it. You the other one? one. Yeah, because the other one's easy as fuck, too. Is it? Go when, ahead. In 10-pin bowling, what name is given to three strikes bowled consecutively? 
Fucking gobble gobble. That's a turkey, motherfucker. Yeah. Easy. Go ahead. <laughs> I got this card last week. God damn it, dude. Here. Oh. It's good look. Go ahead. Air B. Hey. What nationality is tennis player Novak Djokovic? Serbian. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mic drop, bitches. I was hoping you said B. No. <laughs> Why? Tug of war was an Olympic event until 1920. True or false? False. True. True? Yeah. That's fucking. That's tied. Uh, they should bring tied. that back. No shit. All right. Real quick. You got your prop bet? Do it now. Go. Fast. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers will be a Bronco. Okay. Go bet what that. The uh, he's the leading candidate. I think it was like plus 700 earlier in the week. It's kind of high, though. Yeah, but he's the leading candidate. Okay. Mine is... FanDuel has a boost for it. Or it's a Super Bowl special. Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup. 200 plus yards combined. I see Cooper Cup. I think Jamar Chase is going to have a tough day. Yeah. It's plus 115. So. Good I, see, show. I see Cooper Cup. I can see Cooper Cup getting it by himself. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Jamar Chase just being out there. I think they're going to match up uh, Jalen Ramsey, Jamar Chase. and Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a long day for him. Yeah. Hopefully not. I want the Megas. I just I, like Joe. I don't. I want to see her. I want to see Vaughn get another one. I think it's a win-win for all football fans. Yeah, yeah. It's a good Super Bowl. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, not with not with the NFL wants. Tell you that right now. No, I think they they're loving it right now. LA's in LA. Have you seen the yeah, price I guess of tickets? A, I guess it's not like a like an NBA like finals, huh? There's no there like honestly, there's no small market like NFL yeah. team. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Good show. Yeah. It's See a you next one. Very long one. Yeah. I also had a lot of editing. And so, have fun if with you guys that. are still here. Sorry. Thank you. It's entertaining. Yeah. We're starting to get more authentic. You know, yeah. Yeah. off and shit. No, the outline's just there. Yeah. Something for us to... To base. Pull yeah. us out of the rabbit hole. You know? Yeah. It's the, the rope we just tie onto us before we go on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said... Shout out to Boots and Shenanigans. Go test out. Go test out? Test out? Go check out. Go check yeah. out their podcast. Maybe test out some beers that they're talking about. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That has some good taste. Uncle has some. We'll have, to, we'll have to get them all on here for a little collab episode, too. Yeah. Our mics are good enough to pick everything up. No shit. <laughs> I want to hear, I hear their, their sports opinions. So. Oh, yeah. We'll get some. Especially there. hockey, because yeah. I could learn some things from them. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm Damien. Follow me. Twitter, Instagram. Dame underscore APD. My co-host. Tony. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. TV3 underscore APD. That's about it. Yeah. Catch uh, on the flip. Listen Spotify. Yep. Twitch. Apple Music. Not yet. It's coming. Uh, Instagram. I, I might try to work on that tonight. Yeah. Don't forget to follow the Instagram. All pro dads. All pro dads. Twitch. 
All Pro Dads? Yep. Spotify? What the? All Pro Dads. All Pro Dads. Yeah. I guess uh, you and I are. The All, all Pro, Pro Dads. dads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in the, you know, when you follow us on Instagram, don't be afraid to give us your opinion on the podcast. Yeah. You know, we're tag trying us, to learn. Tag us, damn us, you know. Yeah. We need honest feedback. Yeah, if you feel like there's something we could grow on or we're not staying on right. a topic yeah. long enough, just yeah. help us out. We're trying to grow. For sure. Share it. Oh, yeah. on Spotify. Hit that little bell. Yeah. Gives you a little notification, notification. when we when we post a new episode. So. That way you're not hitting us up on Facebook and putting us on blast. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good night. So see you all next week. Packers jumping around. They rush four. Plenty of time for John. Now squeeze the steps up in the pocket. Elway can run. Come on, John. Come on. Come on. Inside the 10. Head first. He dives oh, inside oh, the 5-yard line. Yeah. Elway spun around. It's first and goal. A gain of eight. He wanted that first down. And I tell you what, if you want to tell me the 37-year-old man doesn't want to win this game, that sacrifice, oh, man. The greatest eight-yard run in Super Bowl history by John Elway.